Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, I'm Alice Oliver and you're listening to Just Films and That, the podcast that celebrates films we think are underrated or underseen. It was Josh's turn to pick the film this week and he went with Robin Hood from 1973. So let's get to it. So then Josh, you picked this week's film, Robin Hood, the Disney cartoon version from 1973. So, spoiler warning listeners, if you haven't seen that. So, Josh, what is the film about and why did you pick it? What is the film Robin Hood, the Mm. Disney one, about? Otherwise known as Sexy Fox Robin Hood. Indeed. Um, Basically, Alice, it's the story of Robin Hood. Funny, though. The uh, English legend who robbed from the rich to give to the poor. Um, Except everyone in it, is an animal cool? Um, and it's a di- and it's a Disney film, so mm-hmm. it's for, it's for kids. That is li- nothing more to say really about the plot of the film. Uh, why did I pick it? So I picked this because I've, I've been thinking that we hadn't been doing a film like this for a while. You know, we hadn't done like a family film mm-hmm. or a film just for kids. We've done few in the past. There was a there was a couple on my list, and um, and I thought, you know what? In my mind. <clears throat> this is this is pretty beloved. This film, right? And I don't. I'm waiting to see what you think about it. But I've heard it talked about on other podcasts. I've talked about it in conversation when you talk about Disney films and kids films and films you watch, what films you watched when you were a kid and stuff like that. And it always seems quite like, oh yeah, I love the Disney Fox Robin Hood and all that. Um, and then I looked at the critical reception, and it's pretty pretty low without going Interesting. into it. Interesting. And I thought that's weird because I always thought this is like a really loved film. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it turns out critically it didn't do that well. Okay. So I thought, well, let's so, so so I'm going at this, I suppose, from an underrated point of view, but also I just want to talk about sexy fox Robin Hood. Yeah, you need you got you got some things you want to share with us about things. that, Josh. Um, yeah, we're gonna be having some revelations here, listeners. Had you seen it before then? Uh, yeah, I'd seen I'd yeah. seen this a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> this was one of my favorite films as a kid. Uh, probably up until recently considered it my favorite Disney film. Wow, like, probably still up there. But I think I think if I really sort of sat down and had a long hard think about it, there may be others now, especially with the way sort of Disney's going. A lot of the stories and the quality of them is just 
like they're pretty good. They're pretty oh, good yeah, they're films, pretty consistent, aren't, they? aren't they? So I reckon if if I actually thought about it, there'd be another one that maybe knocked it off the top top spot. But yeah, we loved this film in my but household. But it's up there. It's up oh there. yeah, definitely, definitely. Did you did you buy it or was it recorded off the telly? No, we had this one. I think on VHS. Actually, we I think had it recorded off the telly. It. Did you? Yeah. We had this followed by Sword in the Stone. Oh god. Followed by yeah. like some sort of. Um, I don't know, like Sylvester and Tweety or yeah. Looney Tunes cartoons or something like on a, on a long play video, kids <laughs> for the for the kids listening. There's no kids listening. Because three, um, three hour VHS used to love them. Yeah, oh, oh, that so, space. So we're both coming at this. Then this will be interesting. We're both coming at this from the point of view of a nostalgia, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, so we've both we've both seen it before. We've both watched it again. So so I don't know what what did you think? I'm I'm interested to know. So. Like you said, a lot of nostalgia there. That is going to be hard to overlook. I was certainly able to look at it critically and Mm. and sort of analyse it as a film and especially as a Disney film and sort of in terms of how those have evolved over the years. Mm. But I was still just like a big giant baby when the rooster <laughs> started singing. Oh, no, no. I was just gone. That, that gone. song, right. So that whistle, that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's been stuck in my head since I saw it. Obviously. Like, like, obviously. You know, do you have like a, this might be me, but do you have like a go-to whistle? Uh, no, not no. really. I'm not much Just of a Just me, apparently, apparently, apparently I'm a cartoon milkman or something. <laughs> but, but yeah, like if, I, if I'm like absentmindedly whistling, it will be the... Wow, really? Oh, my God. It's ingrained in you. It is, it is. Um, but that's what Disney are good at, isn't it? That is, that's what they're good at. Well, I mean, yes. there, there is so much about this that's iconic, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, let's get let's get stuck into it then. So, so critically, looking at it critically, what did you like watching it this time? Oh, the songs, man. All of them. Yeah. All the songs. The first one, the second one, the, all the ones the later drum. in the film. Yeah, all they're all yeah. brilliant. And a lot of it is like, a lot of the music is really grand and really big. Yeah. Like when yeah. um, Prince John and his soldiers and that are walking through walking through the forest, um, there's like, and then similar kind of motif going on later just before when they're getting ready for the archery competition mm. you know to try and to try and yeah. you know trick robin hood or whatever um yeah the music so much of the music just feels so big and grand but then you you've got you've got then some like really stripped down songs like um nodding nodding ham like when they're oh, in the yeah, prison and yeah. stuff and they're, and they're singing that one so there's just a really nice balance, and I just I love the songs so much. They're probably they're great, some of they? my favorite Disney songs, yeah. I reckon, because they're a bit more low key. Like they're not, um, they're not like a lot of Disney songs, particularly if you look towards the big golden period of the '90s when we were when we were kids, because it's obviously before we were born. Um, songs became a lot a lot more poppy mm. and a lot more story based in terms of like moving the story along or explaining stuff. If you think of like the way. Like when we did Hercules, the way Hercules is structured, they use the the songs to progress the plot. Don't very they? narrative heavy, yeah. aren't they? Where, whereas Hercules, this is just yeah. like bumbling along, yeah, yeah, <laughs> watching Robin Hood and Little John. Like it's, it's, and I think that there's an element with the way it looks and the way it sounds that, for me, really captures the essence of the character. What you mm-hmm. want from a Robin Hood film? And like I'm not yeah. like a Robin Hood expert or anything like that, but everything I associate with Robin Hood sort of comes from this. Same, yep. <laughs> um, and and I, 
I don't think that's it's not bad. Do you know what I mean? I think it really captures it the essence good. of what British people think of when they think of Robin Hood. Yeah, like you're not thinking about Russell Crowe, are you? Or, never. or even Taron no. Egerton? Um, no, never. So, so this this has definitely done a good job with like continuing that legend, hasn't it? I mean, the idea itself is genius. It's the story of Robin Hood, but it's animals. Mm. So it gets kids interested. It's cute. Everything like. Something else I noticed about this, nothing else is different. So they live as people, but they're they just do, animals. Yeah. They so they all live money, in money, they shoot <laughs> arrows, they, they wear live in houses. Yeah, the they live in houses. Like, They've got a, taxes. A rabbit, yeah, it's a rabbit family who <laughs> yeah. just live in a house. So yeah. like there's no there's no like, oh, it's a, it's their rabbits and it's a warren or it's a fox. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> They're just it's just people replaced with animals yeah. and, and that's and everything else is the same. And I love that like there's a dog that's a blacksmith. Yeah, the, yeah, the, with a poor broken leg who's <laughs> wearing a cast. Leg. Yeah, yeah. Um and Which means there must be a doctor somewhere because someone set his leg, right? Yeah, I wonder what animal <laughs> what animal's the doctor. Yeah, never saw the doctor. Owl. It's gotta be an owl, right? Like, <laughs> oh, wise. Yeah, then Mr. Trick no, but then they've got no thumbs, have they? So like Oh true, that'd be tricky to wrap up. Because it's not all it's not all woodland animals, is it? I, I used to think oh it's all wooden animals, like it's foxes kinds, and rabbits, yeah. but it, there's, there's, rhinos. There's, lion, there's rhinos and lions <laughs> yeah, and a snake. Yeah. Like so <laughs> none of it makes any sense. It's like a big old trip, isn't it? But Yeah, it is. Uh, and but but weirdly they do a really good good like job of capturing the characters in the mm. like Robin Hooks, Robin Hood. Sorry, he's clever. He's a fox, mm-hmm. and, cunning, yeah, and sneaky. The sheriff is a is he a wolf or a bear? He's a bear. I think he's a wolf. No, he's a wolf. Oh, oh yeah. I think the sheriff is a wolf, and then, and then, and then little John's John a bear, a bear but, yeah. but they look so similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there are some animals. I'm not too sure what they are. <laughs> it's like Arthur. Did you ever like see Arthur when you were a kid? And it's like, what's I know it, it took. Me being an adult for my sister to tell me that Arthur is an aardvark. He's an aardvark, but and I was looks like, like what a guinea pig. Fuck yeah. all, like an aardvark. Yeah, like, I've, yeah. seen, I've been the zoo, Alice. I know what I know. Aardvark I've seen. <laughs> Don't you try to tell me that that is a freaking aardvark. Um, I'm not buying so, it. So the idea is great. And, and, I, and it is just, it's really endearing. It's really yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some. Some stuff in it's just made funnier by the fact that they're animals. Like Maid Marion's, um, May, uh, uh, what's it? Is it Lady in Waiting? May, Nurse Cluggy? Yeah. She's like a lady in waiting, isn't she? She's like a chambermaid or something. Mm. She's a chicken. And it's just really funny that she's a chicken and she's playing rugby with rhinos. I was like, yeah. chuckling to herself. My partner's going, what are you laughing at? And she's yeah, going, you think I've about just it never too noticed it's a, it's, a Scot- <laughs> it's a Scottish chicken playing rugby with, yeah. <laughs> with some rhinos. Um, I thought it was, um, I've never noticed as well what great foils the villains are. Like Prince John is a he's a big baby, isn't he? Like he's sucking he his thumb and he's a big baby. And yeah. he's really spoiled and all that. So I, I thought that was really good as well. Like like as a kid, I I loved this film. And I and I'm not gonna lie, when I saw the critical reception, I thought, go back and watch it. I was a bit like, oh, is that have I missed something? Do I mm-hmm. just love it? Did I just love it when I was a kid? But like yeah. if it had been any film, if they put any film in front of me, would I have loved that? But I have to say, it held up. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, so what, what else did you like? What else did you like having watched it? Uh, you, t- you touched on it there a bit. Some of it is quite funny. Uh, but some of the funniest moments for me are the ones that aren't like outright jokes or anything, but are just more subtle things. So for instance, when Robin and Little John dress up like female fortune tellers, 
to try and trick Prince John, obviously, because they want to nick all his cash. So Robin does a fake voice to try and make it more convincing. He's like, ooh, da lally, ooh, da lally, fortune tellers. But little John doesn't bother. So he just goes, gotcha fortunes, lucky charms. <laughs> so he's wearing, he's, he's in this female disguise, but they're doing his With a, like a Texan drawl. <laughs> and I was just like, Robin's gone to all that effort <laughs> to put on his fake voice. And little John's just like, no, I'm not changing my voice for no one or whatever so I thought that was really funny um like you touched on you touched on Lady Cluck there as well so I like the fact that um I like the fact that when she does an impression of Prince John she holds her ear and sucks his thumb and calls for mummy right which says to me that Prince John has done that in public so we see him do it in private he does it in front of Hiss but there's a running joke throughout that everyone does that when they're doing an impression of him. So Lady Cluck does it and then Little John does it later as well, which says to me that he's done that in he's public known for doing at least that. once. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Like the, the sort of usurper king who's like, oh, mummy. That, so that was oh, funny. That's great. Um, it's really emotional. I thought it was really emotional. It was for yeah. me anyway. So when the sheriff takes the farthing from the little boy oh, rabbit, little so Skippy, on his oh, birthday... Jesus Christ, that broke me into a million pieces. It's so horrible. Isn't it's it? horrendous. So I started crying then at that point. <laughs> really? And then I pretty much cried on and off throughout the whole you thing. You must have been dehydrated, mate. Well, I was having I was having a bit of a I was having a bit of a rough week anyway, so I was feeling particularly emotional. So we will say that, but yeah, as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as he took the little coin and the mum's like, have you no heart? We all saved to get him that one farthing for his birthday. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, tipped me over the edge. Couldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how you do a villain though, isn't it? Taking a farthing off a little baby rabbit. Because he, he's he's I think he is a better villain than Prince John is in a way, yeah. is the sheriff. I guess because he's the one actually on the ground doing it and he Robin's seems to sort enjoy of it. Opposite, isn't he? He's the he's the actual opposite of Robin Hood rather than the puppet master sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah, just got me, got uh, me. Uh, something else I noticed about it when I was watching it as well is, is it looks incredible. Like to think that this almost all be hand drawn, but there's some really colourful, established yeah. shots of castles and stuff. Mm. And they look like they look like watercolour pictures or they look mm -hmm. like pictures that you'd see in, you know, these National Trust houses and stuff where they've painted the castles and stuff. They look like that and then they animate them. So it's like they're still and then they animate them. And and, and I just thought there was there was elements of it. And it's similar with Sword and Stone as well, of these beautiful establishing shots. And I just, the fact that that's, that is hand-drawn is I know things are different now, but like that wasn't lost on me this time thinking about that, like how amazing that is that someone is... Because I can't draw for shit. Mm. Like I cannot draw. Um, and, and to see that is, is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Still packs a punch and it, it was still... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Like, thing, I went into it, like you said, I wanted to be careful. I didn't want it to just be, you know, because I know I did that a little bit with Ewoks, where it's like, oh, I just loved this film when I was a kid, so obviously I'm going to mm. still love it now. Um, but I did think there was a lot to like about it. And yeah, just, oh. Just killed me, Josh. Can't believe you picked it. This is the hardest <laughs> I've cried. Even, even more than um, what was the Adam Sandler one? Rain, oh, rain over, over me. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the foxes got me hard. <laughs> so we'll move on then to talking about anything that we maybe didn't like about the film or anything that we would change. So, Josh, where are your thoughts on this? Where's your head at? It's, it's so hard. Mm. Because because we want to be balanced and, and and I struggled to find stuff, but I did, did manage you, yeah. to find stuff. So I've separated my I've got a few short points right, and I've separated mm-hmm. them into two categories of dislikes. One, fair point. Mm-hmm. Two, not fair point because it's for kids. Oh yeah. Oh, sense. I've got right. I've got a few of those as well. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. so what do you want first? Not fair because it's for kids, or fair because it's just a point. So, I think start with the not fair because it's start for kids because they'll they'll right. be quite right. mild. I think. Yeah. And then we can I move mean, on to the heavy stuff. So so there's only two things. One, at some points, the dialogue is a bit expedition dumpy, mm-hmm. but it's for kids. So it's for they kids. It's, yeah, and it's almost there's bits that. of it that are almost educational as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of necessary as well uh, in places. And the other one is there were, even though it's not even an hour and a half long, there was the odd bit where the tempo dropped and I got a little bit bored. Okay, yeah. But again, I, it's it's not, it isn't for a 31-year-old man, mm-hmm. um, as far as I know. <laughs> no. it's, it, is, it is for kids. So so those are my not fair points. That, mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 think, I think, you know, that is me looking at it not as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then my fair points. Okay, so couple of things. First is there actually isn't much of a plot. <laughs> it's just sort of there. It just sort mm-hmm. of happens, right? Which is it's not. I don't even know if I disliked it. It's just something that I noticed. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know it, it's like a couple. It must be over a couple of days, right? And it's just their life. What happens in their life, sort of thing. Mm. The other things, which are actual points, I suppose, is first of all. 
it's quite dark. I remember, I'd forgotten that like there's a bit where they're literally building a scaffolding to hang someone. Oh shit! And, yeah, fire attack, and, and, right? They're yeah, gonna hang him. And, yeah, and there's, there's mentions of nooses and mm. being hung at dawn and all that, which is which is quite dark for kids. It's I mean, I don't like. Dark, yeah. But then, but then, because I was watching it with my partner who also loved it, and she said that she said she'd never noticed how dark it was, and then we sort of went, but it didn't bother me when I was a kid. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember watching it going. Ooh, like I don't. I just remember being like, "Oh yeah, people got hung." So like, yeah. Yeah, I think um, same. I think as well because because yeah. that is. I think that is kind of really the only dark thing in it. And then because everyone does live ha- happily ever after, nobody dies. Like they don't no. actually hang Friar Tuck, but then everyone mm. else survives or whatever. Mm. Like it is a it is a nice ending, probably mm. the best ending that you could expect. So yeah. I think that. That's the feeling that you're left with. Yeah. And the other point I had was I'd never noticed before that there's a really weird, there's a really weird mix of American and English accents. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I started to put me off a bit. Like, or it was, you know, like when you can't help but have wandering thoughts. And I was like, where's little John from? Why is he yeah, in Texas? He, yeah, How did he, they meet? Why is he visiting? Is even, he visiting yeah, Nottingham? They hadn't even, hadn't even discovered America <laughs> yeah. at this point. <laughs> so, so that was a bit like, I was, yeah, where, like, are the, why are the Sheriff and, and Little John sound so similar? The mm. cast, I think, are really good. The voices do catch mm. the characters, but there's bits where it's like, you know, Robin Hood's English, Little John's American, Prince John's English, Kiss mm-hmm. is English, the Sheriff's American. And it's just because Disney were obviously using the same actors. Like, the guys, there's a lot of people in this who are in the Jungle Book. Mm. I think the voice of Baloo is Little John, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely heard. Yeah, I think it's Phil Harris, and mm. I've definitely heard the sheriff's voice in other stuff. Yeah, definitely. He's. Def- I think he's definitely at least in Aristocats. Oh, is he? Is he at Thomas least, O'Malley? Yeah. Uh, no, not Thomas O'Malley, but that is also Baloo and oh, Little John. I think is Thomas so O'Malley. It yeah. must just be because they used. They must have just had contracted. Yeah, they've got five guys, five guys before they were five guys. um, Could you do a big bear? Yeah. Can you do a big bear three times? Sexy, cocky cat. Yeah. (laughs) Can you do a bear, but it's shrunk down into into the form of a cat. Yeah, yeah. Basically, basically, you're sexy. Yeah. Yeah, um, (laughs) But that's it from me. Uh, what about you? I mean, it's is there much? Is there much, Alice? So there is a there are a few things, and none of these ruined it for me, but they were things that came to mind as I was watching. So it is a lot more simple than I remember mm. and everything is just kind of convenient because the things need to happen. Mm. So I do feel like Disney, Pixar and many kids' films today are more sophisticated. They have more depth to the stories and I think this was lacking a bit with that one. Obviously, it's just a product of its time. I'm not going to batter it too much for that. But you can definitely see how far we've come when Absolutely. you then compare if it to you, children's um, films of today. Look at, so, so for example, the first one that comes to mind, like that's, that's a really good way of putting it, actually, because I suppose that's what I was thinking when I said there's not really a plot. Mm. It's simple. And I, think mm-hmm. I, I, I hadn't simple. thought of it that way. But if you think, for example, now, if you think about um, Soul, mm-hmm. a Disney film that came out you know, a couple of years ago, that is like all about existentialism and yeah. where you belong in yeah. the universe and like and and, and like kids. how to be happy and then this is like that's a fox and a bear having adventures and yeah, then, then yeah. it's like you, you know the story. were not put on this earth to do fucking anything so just be yeah. happy find <laughs> happiness in other stuff you weren't meant to be a jazz player jamie fox you weren't meant to be <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so yeah there was that i i guess 
bouncing off that as well, it's sort of part of the same point, but I do feel like more could have been done with Prince John. He mm. feels a bit one note and like there's just not much to him. And I think he doesn't quite stand up when you compare him to other Disney villains. And mm. he's just kind of a bit annoying and a bit childish. Um, I would have liked as well a bit more time building up the relationship between Robin Hood and Maid Marian because I wanted to be invested in them. But it was yeah. a little bit wishy-washy. It was like we had the nothing of them. The child of sweethearts. Yeah, maybe sort of thing. maybe show us a bit of that. Maybe yeah. have like a baby flashback foxes. or an imagining. Yeah, come on, man. How cute, cute little would baby that foxes be? being child of sweethearts. And it's like they, they don't kiss, but they're horny, so they carve the name in a tree. Well, <laughs> God. You know what oh. I mean? Like, <laughs> Just something I could have done with a bit more, I think, relationship building there. Um, there was a few plot points as well that I had issues with. So, like, why doesn't the sheriff throw the old beggar, who is Robin Hood in disguise, into the jail with everyone else? So everyone's been locked up because they can't pay their taxes. So why doesn't the fake old beggar get thrown in the jail as well? Like, he even turns up, he, he walks into, oh, the, into yeah. the castle, doesn't he? Arms <laughs> yeah. for the pawn. The um, sheriff's just like, yeah, we're, we're going to hang Friar Tuck. We're going to capture Robin Hood and then just lets him go. And it's like, well, if no one else has been able to afford to pay their taxes, why do you think that this old beggar has been able to pay his and you're just letting him go? So a bit inconsistent from the sheriff, if you ask yeah. me. What are you playing at, sheriff? Come on. Exactly. I thought literally everyone is get, gets thrown in prison. Even the cockerel says, yeah, I'm in here too. So, you know, it's... Even though, can people see the cockerel? I know, he's the, like, he's the narrator, he's, the narrator, but he's like... sort of there. Sometimes <laughs> he he's there, there, sometimes he isn't. Because Alan like... Adale is a character in Robin Hood. Right, who, and is that who that is? Who is, is him. Okay. He is the, what is it, the minstrel. He's the minstrel. Right, yeah. He's like Antonio Banderas in Evita, I thought. Yeah, sometimes very similar, him, very similar vibes. Antonio Banderas and a rooster. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, I didn't quite understand why Prince John was so certain that Robin Hood was going to turn up for that archery competition. And it seemed like a bit of a crazy way to sort yeah. of get him in front of him. I mean, and then it's also crazy that Robin Hood even goes at all, considering he knows that he's, he, you know, he's, he's wanted, just walking yeah. in, walking into the lion's den. I guess literally. that's a good point, isn't it? Because I guess, is the film based on the precedent that you're going into it knowing what you know about Robin Hood? Because mm, it doesn't mention anything. Like Robin Hood is famous, or he certainly is to me, for archery. Mm. and splitting the arrow and the cap and Errol Flynn and all that. But I don't know if I... Did I know that going into this as a kid or it was like, as I was watching it, mm. was it explained to me? So that's a good point, actually. Is it, is it based on a prior knowledge? Because there are plenty of people now, especially now this sort of content is available worldwide, who will probably not really know much about Robin Hood, right? Same way we wouldn't know about, you know, myths and legends from other countries. Mm. I mean, I didn't know anything about Robin Hood before that, and I didn't really afterwards either, that this was like most of my childhood education about Robin Hood mm. was, was this Disney film. Um, and just bouncing off that as well then, I also think that when they're doing the jailbreak, so everyone getting out of jail who's been locked up for not paying the taxes, and Robin Hood feels the need to take all of the money from the treasury, like literally all of it. So first of all, I was like, you're wasting time, Robin. Like, well, this is a pressure-sensitive operation. You need to get out of here. Second of all, don't be greedy. And third, 
it slows them down physically, right? So he's got that old bunny <laughs> rabbit and a dog with a broken leg carrying bags and bags of coins whilst trying to do a jailbreak. And it just seemed a bit mad. Um, and then just finally, and this isn't an issue for me at all, but it, I think it does look and sound pretty old. So yeah. I wonder if that could potentially isolate modern audiences Maybe yeah. if they would lose interest and if this isn't something that they would seek out because of that. I don't know. I don't know no, what the kids want it is, today. It is quite dated, isn't it? it? It does feel that way, I, but I think that's that, not an um, issue for me. I think it would lose... I think back when it was made, it would capture a wider range, range of kids. I mm -hmm. think now it would capture younger kids. Yeah, and I so think I can't quite, imagine, like, yeah, quite a bit and, younger. If you can imagine, like, I can't imagine, like, I, you know, I don't have kids, but, I, but I'm not too sure. But I, I can't imagine, say, for example, a nine or ten year old watching mm -hmm. this. I can imagine a five year old. Yeah. But back when it was made, because of ultimately limited choice, I can imagine kids up to whatever age enjoying it. Here's one for you. If you were in this universe as a character, what, what, what animal would you be? Um, I, I mean, probably... Bear in mind, there's I no fish in it. I think that, oh so don't God. be saying you're like a I don't know I don't know I, I don't know what you'd be probably <laughs> that wasn't me suggested you'd choose a fish I could I think I'd probably relate to to Clucky the most out of everyone right just sort of fun loving Alice, you know Alice, running Alice, around Alice, you'd be a sheep oh, oh shit I would yeah is there I'd, sheep in it no, no but you'd no be like sheep. you'd be like a bossy Welsh sheep a bossy Welsh sheep, yeah, probably would be actually. Yeah, I can't be, I, I'd, I'd be probably no something sheep in there, like a fucking vole or something, or otter or something. <laughs> so I, like, I'd, I'd want to be a fox, but I'd definitely be like <laughs> fucking vole. <laughs> yeah, a servant to Robin Hood, this babysitter for his kids. Right then, so we'll move on to talking about the critical reception. So I haven't seen this, Josh. So. Where where are we at? What are we thinking? What so, am I thinking? Well, what, what are you thinking? What are what you thinking? What am I thinking? So, so based on what I've already said, I've sort of given you an idea of why I've picked it. So what, what do you think it averages out at? I think if you think it's underrated, we're probably within the six range, okay. I reckon. Okay. Um, I'll go... I'll, I'll go with a low six, I think. So six. I'm going to say 6.2 slash 62%. But okay. I would give it a bit higher than that. But I know a lot of that is coming from the nostalgia yeah, factor. Yeah. Okay, so at the time of recording on IMDb, it gets 7.5 out of 10. Ooh, okie dokie, which, yeah. Which is okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Then at the time of recording, the audience on Rotten Tomatoes give it 81%. Wow, there is. That's us, that audience. Yeah, that's us. And it's what we said before. <laughs> Audience score is usually people who either really, really liked it or really, really hated it. It's mm -hmm. not very middling, whereas critics yeah. is, you know, is more of a, a reflection on, on critical view, I suppose. That's the whole point, isn't it? Um, so the critics gave it, and this is why I think it's underrated, 55%. Mm. Ooh, ooh, okay, yeah, that does feel low. So if we're looking at the critical reception, is it underrated? Yeah, definitely. Yeah! <laughs> Robin Hood, Little John, walking through the forest. forest. <laughs> Ooh, Jalali. Golly, what a day. 
Okay, so there we go, Robin Hood, Disney's Robin Hood, sexy fox Robin Hood, sliding on into the under. Oh, we didn't, we didn't really get role. into that a great deal, did we, Josh? Well, the, the foxes in it are sexy, and... you know, the guy fox is sexy, <laughs> Maid Marion fox is sexy, they're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's your turn to pick next week. Yes. What are we going to be watching? We're going to be watching The Whole Nine Yards. The whole nine yards. Okay. Mm. Okay. Matthew Perry, Bruce Willis. Say no more. Yes, indeed. Okay. Okay. Well, in that case, join us next week when we're going to be talking about the whole nine yards. In the meantime, if you'd like to get in touch with us, it's filmsandthatpod at gmail.com. We're on all the social medias. Just search for Just Films and That and you'll find us. We're also on your telly, Alice, aren't we? We are indeed. We are on the local TV network every Friday from 6pm. So if you live in Birmingham, Bristol, Leeds, Liverpool or the northeast of England, you can find us on Channel 7 on Freeview. Or if you live in North Wales or South Wales, you can find us on Channel 8 on Freeview. We're also on Sky on Channel 195. That's every Friday on the local TV network from 6pm. Oodalele. <laughs> um, nice. join us next week when we're going to be talking about the whole nine yards thank you very very much for listening it's goodbye from me cheerio bye Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.